you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up, everybody? Before you get to your show, it's DJ and Bucky here from Move the Sticks to tell you what's coming up on our latest Move the Sticks episode. We're going to talk about which drills you need to pay attention to for each position and which ones are overrated. We also will talk about the big-time players to watch at the Combine. Yeah, everything you need to know about the scouting Combine you can find on the latest Move the Sticks episode, YouTube, NFL.com slash podcast, as well as iTunes. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. As you can see, we're in Indianapolis, Indiana, in Lucas Oil Stadium to be specific. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. You see the kickers and punters out there behind us. If you're looking at us, that is, if you're listening to us on iTunes or NFL.com slash podcasts, we appreciate that. No matter what, we're presented by McDonald's. Go get you some all-day breakfast any time of the day. That's your right as an American. Nay, as a native of the planet Earth, because I think they do it everywhere. Yeah, they should. I don't know about that. Anyway, we have Combine the Kibitz about. We have much to get to here before it all gets going. Let's say hello to the two fellas seated to my left here. First of all, all the way from Jacksonville. Then he went to the East Bay. Then he came out to Culver City, California, became one of our favorites. It's Maurice Jones-Drew. Straight out of Oakland. That's where he's born and grown. Drafted by the Jaguar. Addicted to the insult. Now he's all with Damashek. Yeah, that's his new home. So call him Maurice. We all call him We don't want to talk. We are listening to music right now. We got to cut that down. It's too long. You like, like, you like that, right. Maurice? I'm like just right. Yeah. That's long enough. That's All right. Perfect. And then let's say hello to our main man from Pittsburgh, PA, 12-year veteran of the Steelers, Ike Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I can't eat, 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 
All right, pretty good. Who do you think, Maurice? Word on the street is is that Antonio Brown might be going on Dancing with the Stars. Ooh. I don't care for that either way. That would be the second Steeler receiver to do it. Who do you think, Maurice, would win Dancing with the Stars if it was between me and Ike? You just saw a little dancing exhibit there. I'm going to give it to Ike. Really? Why? Yeah. You have no skills. Because you, you can't bring yourself you to go against Ike. No skills no. whatsoever. Listen, how are you UCLA. fellas doing? It's been a long time. It has been. seeing you. We want to talk about not just these kids, what they're about to go through in the combine, but also some of the big-name free agents. There's a list out now on NFL.com put together by our pal Greg Rosenthal Ooh. listing the 99, 1 through 99, the best free agents available. So we're going to go through that. We might even visit with uh, Rand Getlin, our, uh, our insider guy. You know, we, we like you talk with him. Yes, anymore, go ahead. Why do you have a quarterback uh, – Seven oh, yes. Combine. If you're listening, you can't uh, behold the majesty of Damashek wearing what really I should have been wearing, I don't know, a few years ago. When I still have my eligibility, though, for the record. Behold what? The, what majesty are you talking about? Me, yeah. dressed in athletic gear. I look good in that. It's, a, you know, I, 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 it's becoming on me. I have the official outfit that all the Combine participants will have. I don't know yet. Have I made a decision? Because I know what your next question is, Ike. I don't know if I'm going to go out there. That wasn't my next question. I may go out there. I might throw. I, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to throw. Why, why not? Why not throw? All this, everybody's here. It I might save sense. it. I might save it for you know in, in my environment, the right condition. What's your environment? Pittsburgh, PA. Where? I don't know. I'm going to throw a touchdown pass to Nate Burleson with you trying to cover him. No, you can't even throw that far. All right. How are you, Ike? I haven't seen you in a few weeks. You doing well? I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm glad to you be moved. back on the DDFP. Yes. I'm glad to see you here at the Combine. Are you moved? Yes, moved into the house. Oh, man, congrats. I didn't know that, appreciate man. You. We appreciate you. you too long. Sorry about that, Shaq. What's up? Be sorry to me. I'm excited I'm sorry, for man. Ike to be here because he didn't get an invite to the Combine 13 years ago, and here you are talking about everybody else in a weird way. It must feel know, like right? justice or satisfaction. To yeah, so they didn't invite me. Wind up playing 12, won two Super Bowls. Now I'm here with the NFL Network talking to my guys at NFL Now. And earlier today, and you'll see the video in the coming days, uh, tune in to NFL Now and elsewhere. You will see Ike, Maurice, Pat McAfee, one of the funniest guys around. Correct. And I went over to Hinkle Fieldhouse, the place where you, the final That's scene nice in Hoosier. Gym. Oh, beautiful gym. We played a little two-on-two. I haven't showered since, you know we, what? since we played it, that it, lo- it looks like it. Like, but that's typical you. I don't think you shower every day. Oh, no, anymore. I'm very clean. I don't think so. It looks like your beard I stinks. think if you just sit around. I don't know why don't... The, these attacks. This is a joyous time. These young men behind us are, it's are not about, about them. It's, it's about, about you and your, your lackluster performance on the court. I, well, I, I was disgusted. How do you, how do you play alert. basketball that don't score a point? I didn't take a shot. How either. do you play basketball, not even try to attempt to take a shot, but then bow out? Well, I, I don't want to – Reveal the big secret of who showed up to play a little ball with us. But, uh, yeah, I had no choice but to recuse myself from the game. I was very bad. That's what I'll tell you. You shouldn't I, have showed up. I realized but that a little too end, late. He, you look phenomenal. <laughs> look, the, do we have that on tape? No, thankfully no. Uh, hey, I, so this is what we do have on tape. The bet was whoever lost had to just go outside. It's cold here. It's snowing. In their trousers. That's it. He looks well, shirtless. I love the. I, I, yeah, you were. I, he, he looks better in his trousers than fully clothed. He looks horrible fully clothed. You well, but but when you were pleasantly surprised by what was hidden was. away, you were like, "Wow, yeah. that Dave is all man." Is no. that what you said, Maurice? No. I thought that I heard your voice say that. I, I said that that Dave is shaped. 
So like a pear. <laughs> Careful, Maurice. It's a dangerous game whoa, you're man. playing. Hey, it's a dangerous game. Hey, hey he whoa. said, man. I said, whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's get to it. Who are we loving at the combine? And by the way, a little, I'll, I'll give you a little bonus uh, one that I'm loving. Is the correct pronunciation of the word. It's not combine. It's combine. The, a combine, you see, I looked this up. A combine is a farming machine. Now, that has nothing to do with what we're doing here. A combine is a collective of people doing the same thing. Which one sounds closer to what this is? Combine. Let's call it the combine and be uh, grammatically correct. People talk different from different areas yeah, of tomato, the world. Tomato, tomato, same so thing. So pronunciation might be a little bit different. Maurice, who are you loving at the combine? <laughs> I don't know who I'm loving at the combine, but at the combine. I'm, I'm loving. I'm, I'm loving running Zeke. backs. You, well, I brought. As a matter of fact, Black Tie back in Los Angeles is talking in my Good. ear. He oh, deserves he to stay there. Question didn't answer a question. Well, I, <laughs> that, that was my mistake. They, we're going to talk running backs and your thoughts on the two biggest name guys, the Heisman winner, Derrick Henry, and uh, and who's the other guy? Oh, and Zeke Elliott, of course. Yes, the guy projected to go in the first round, even here in the 21st century, where high-end running backs don't necessarily go in the first round. You know what? Talking about Derrick Henry, I think he's a, a guy that needs to be in a certain system. Mm-hmm. I'd love him if he's in a Tennessee Titans system, a, a system that's downhill, uh, New York Jets. I'd love him if he's in that type of system that's going downhill, you're a workhorse kind of guy, feed him the ball, line him up eight yards deep, those type of things. But if you put him in the spread system, it's not going to work. A system uh, similar like the Miami Dolphins, Chicago Bears, they like to go out of shotgun, screens. We don't know if he can catch the ball that well. So, for me, he's a system guy. If he's in in the right system, he'll excel. So, you don't – because, really, I look at him and I think that length. There are very few guys that are 6'3", who make it in the NFL, and it's because those long legs, it takes them a second to get up to speed, and you don't have that second in the NFL. Guys are going to close you out before you get up the top. And that's why I feel like he should be in the eye and run downhill and Uh, let him run through guys, wear down defenses, help help quarterbacks out in a powerful warning game. He's going to get you three to four every time. If he just runs straight, he's going to fall forward for two or three. Well, I got an opportunity to, to spend time with him down there, Coach Shaw. He's more deceptive with his feet hmm. than he looks. Uh, his, his feet, he's been working on his feet pretty much every day he's been down by Coach Shaw because he understands what the scouts are saying about him. He understands he needs to get better as a running back and being a total package. So I think he's going to be pretty well. I think MJD said it best. He has to go into the right system to excel in the NFL. What do you think of, uh, well, Ike, actually, you pointed out to me, Devontae Booker mm-hmm. before the season started. And if you got a load of that kid out of Utah, he, to me, is the sneaky one there. I think Zeke Elliott still is the number one. But if I had, if I were in need of a running back second, third round, Booker w- would be where I would look I, before him. I, really. talk, I talked to MJD, like I texted him, and I'm like, you saw, you know this kid from Utah? He was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Then we wind up seeing him. Against Cal. Against Cal. Mm-hmm. On, on a Saturday, and I'm like, oh, this kid has a total package, quietly. Not too many people say anything about him. He can run, he can catch, he can block, and as a running back, blocking, picking up pass protection is probably more important than anything else from being a running back. No, that everybody um, can run. Correct. And that, that's the thing that I remember coaches always tell us, everybody can run, but can you block? Or do you know how to block? Or do you want to block? Um, I think more than anything, when you talk about Ezekiel Elliott, and we'll get back to Booker, Ezekiel Elliott can play in every system. 
he's bigger than what people think. I mean, when yes. we got a chance to talk to him at the Super Bowl, I was shocked by how how thick he was. Six two twenty five. Yeah, like six feet two twenty five. That's a big solid. person. Yes, a- explosive. You know, we're in the treaty. He's going to be in the four four, uh, high four four, low four three range. At that's that weight is going to be pretty scary. Uh, when you talk about Booker, though, I mean, he he's a guy. If you want to say he looks or reminds you of a guy, it's Marshawn Lynch. I agree. Just, the way he runs is he's from that same area. We're all from the same area. The guy knows how to break tackles. He does a great job of picking up blitzes. Coming off an injury, yes, but if you can get this guy, he'll be a, 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 a nice addition to any team. Where do you project uh, Zeke Elliott to go? Because he's the one guy who does appear to be certainly a first-round guy. Oh, man, I, I got Zeke top ten. You know what I'm saying? He, he's high on everybody's board, and I'm talking about from any position. But if you just watch the guy, and we got an opportunity to see him in person, he's very mature. He's he's a stud when they want to come down to playing running back. And you saw what he did at Ohio State. Versus top competition mm-hmm. week in and week out, he's a hard worker. When you have a running back that flips his jersey, yeah. now he's doing a living on it, he's showing you he works hard. That, that, that's all guys want to do. Oh, that's the trick. No, no, that's no, no, why no. you That's why you no. go crop top is to Scouts, show off. Scouts, GMs, they like all that. Mm-hmm. That's that's impressive to them. So now in the offseason, I'm not really worrying about what you're doing offseason. I see what you're doing in the offseason. You're working because you're not getting that physique by just laying around. That's so, exactly what you said to me earlier today when I took my shirt off. No, no, no. I said you need a lot of work. Oh, oh okay. Okay, I misunderstood. Okay, it's, it's all good. I get it. I understand. Now, who are you loving among your position group? The DBs work out as a collective at the combine, Jalen Ramsey out of Florida State is the clear-cut uh, guy who everybody seems to pine for. Seems like he's not going to make it past four or five. Man, I like hard grease from Florida. Hmm. I, I know a lot of people talking about uh, Jalen uh, from Florida State, but this guy from Florida, just naturally, he's just a natural corner. You know, he reminds me of Joe Hayden mm-hmm. a lot. Hmm. You know, smooth feet, lightning quick, can move fast laterally, then vertically just as well. Punt returns. And you, you, they always say the more you can do on a football team. And he's a punt returner. Uh, if it takes a while for me to get on the field as being a corner or a sub package, one thing I can do is fill the ball. And that's always a good thing to have on your resume. The more you can do as a player, and that's what this guy does. Total confidence. Is anybody as good in this draft, including Jalen Ramsey? Is is Jalen Ramsey capable of making a Marcus Peters kind of splash wherever he lands? Uh, for him, I feel like he got to get in the right system. Hmm. You know, this this guy, freakish guy, Antonio Cromartie. Like, they were trying to compare him to prime time. Now, you can't compare too many people. I wouldn't compare nobody to prime. But just coming from Florida State, man, you know they like to play, man. He's very competitive. And what you do like about this guy, Ramsey, he doesn't mind hitting. And just like his pass protection, hitting is a want to. You got to want to hit. Either you're going to turn it down or you're going to stick your face in the fan, like James Ferrer used to say. And this guy doesn't mind. Just coming from that ACC, man, very competitive, week in, week out. He got the recipe. He got the resume. They say he don't like to play press. I think press for him will benefit him. He can use his... His yeah. length, his long arms, and everything else. So you're talking about a lot of confidence, man. This guy have a lot of confidence. He's still raw a little bit to me, but he's ready to play. He's a specimen, though. I That's think what it, jumps out at you. When you look size. at him, though, and we talked about this, Ike, I feel like he would be a dominant safety. Yeah. I mean, you see the way he's coming off the edge blitzing. I mean, you want to get a guy like that, kind of a Troy Polamalu type of guy who can roam the field, he can blitz, he can cover. 
I mean, he seems like he has that tools. You, you don't think safety would be a... Just laterally, it's kind of tough. You know, it's a whole different angle when you're coming from right. that safety position. When you're playing corner, you only got one angle you can come at. Mm -hmm. and, and they're short angles. When you're playing safety, man, one, you're the last line of defense. Sometimes you're going to have to get ran over. You know what right. I'm saying? And taking them angles from a safety to a cornerback position is a tough transition. So I think right now, man, I just leave him at corner. Maybe down the line, man, when he get older in his career, I'll put him at the safety. Well, it's fun to consider the pieces that are going to be added through the draft, what we see with these kids and with free agency. What I'm loving, though, is this process, and specifically being in Indianapolis, landing last night in my plane, it was snowing. I haven't seen snow in years. Literally, I haven't been in the snow, and I, I, I was in heaven. People think I'm crazy. I love that. Then I go, and I meet Ike Taylor who's hanging out with an old friend, Ryan Clark, not just your fellow defensive back from the Pittsburgh Steelers, but one of the great fellas that I've ever met in, uh, in pro football. And he was talking about the same thing, I, what we were talking about, whether or not he missed the game. He said, I don't miss Sundays. I don't miss anything really about it. The one thing I miss, though, is being in a tight space and a running back coming at me, and you have nowhere to go, or you well, you, talk, you talk about want to. He was he, he said, that's the moment I miss, and I get really frustrated watching guys give up, the, uh, refuse he, to go real, to bang heads in that RC moment. doesn't turn a hit down, regardless on what his size was. And I, I be telling people, like, man, the dude tried to stay at 205. He tried. It was hard. I would say 198 consistently for him. Well, boy, when he hit you, it felt like 240. I, I heard it every time. Every time he hit somebody, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's RC. So between Lawrence Timmons and Ryan Clark, and you have them two comparisons, man, them some big-time hitters. But that man, for some reason, man, I, I don't know what's wrong with RC, but I loved him as a teammate because I knew he was giving me every bit of 198. Boy, it was, uh, like I say, it was really fun to listen to you two uh, kibitz and uh, you hang around in, in Indianapolis. The vibe at the combine is is that the it's the JV is barred. Like uh, the only people around are J you know all the faces walking around the hotel, all the head coaches, all the GMs, some big time players. I was talking to Cornelius Bennett last night about the, the Buffalo Bills days. I mean, it was so obviously exciting for me and uh, almost as exciting as me getting this cool looking uh, combine gear but uh, anyway so we're enjoying ourselves out here we're a year in though now to the maurice jones drew and ike taylor era at nfl media what have you you know it's a sort of a com it was a combine for you guys or a combine i should say the uh you guys have been the great combine of uh, nfl media over the last year what lessons have you learned a year in because oh, we were man. talking with ryan clark about that just just the process you know what i'm saying like people don't understand me mjd man we take time and we practice between each other. We'll watch tape and, and try to dissect ourselves. We really appreciate everybody who's been patient with us. But at the same time, man, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work. I'm at the end it. of my rope. I'm not saying for anybody no, else. No, I can't say who else has more pain, I'm of, done with it. It's I mean. a lot of hard work for, for a lot of producers behind the scenes. The, can, the control guys, the time and the effort, like, we appreciate that. So what we do, we practice and we work harder. Like, people don't understand, man, I went home, wrote up a script, put it in the mirror, my wife and my son, like, what you doing? I'm like, man, I'm practicing. Cause I got my homeboys telling me I don't look good on TV. And I don't want them calling me and telling me that. Like, hey bro, get off. Cause you ain't looking, you ain't looking good right now. So I'm like, man, this is something I want to do. I need to take time and practice. You, of course, man, you just, you kind of, you, you, you kind of been my agent, I know. Cause I appreciate that. Me knowing this guy of him, but actually working with him 
it's like not going to work. So the second flow crew, Colleen, Mark, you, Money, Bucky, like all your guy, all y'all guys, man, just make it easy coming into work, man. My producers, man. We it's it's I try to bring that Pittsburgh still an era that is the family orientated and it's working so far. It's amazing really in just a year how good you guys are at doing this and uh and bouncing off of each other. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun. All right, let's get to it then. Oh, before we get to the free agent analysis here, a quick piece by our pal Keith Black for you. A look at kind of how the combine goes down National Geographic style. Take a look. Here we have an offensive lineman. Indigenous to the United States, offensive linemen are highly suited for the cold and harsh realities of winter, due primarily to their plump physique. This lineman in particular is preparing for what would be the largest expedition of his life, the road to Combine. Every year, hundreds of wild offensive linemen migrate to Indiana's Lucas Oil Stadium in hopes of attracting a mate. However, the journey will not be easy for these linemen. Apart from the physical strains of travel, these wild creatures must endure days of physical and mental endurance in order to show their worth to potential mates. This lineman has chosen to highlight his worth by running 40 yards, as quickly as he can. A staple in the mating process for other migrating species, like the wideout or tight end, the 40-yard dash is a rare and beautiful thing to see when it comes to linemen. Surely this male will attract a suitable mate. But generally, a lineman's true ability lies within his striking stature. Averaging in around 136 kilograms, a lineman is able to consume an entire middle school field trip's worth of rations in a single sitting. This mass storing of nutrients is what allows the lineman to prove his superiority over that of his counterpart, the defensive lineman. Let's watch how Incredible, truly. These wild creatures, although prototypically larger and slower than most natural athletes, are just as crucial to the ecosystem of the field. Without the breathtaking stature and force these creatures command, others are left in danger, such as the gentle king of the field, the quarterback. Check back soon as we continue to follow the linemen, as well as many other wild athletes as they migrate to Indiana in search of a mate. I'm very glad that this year's pant they don't have those tight pants like that. I don't sure. think those would be good on me. You guys are crazy. That was phenomenal. That was, that was all Keith Black. If no, you that was awesome. That. Yeah. Take, yeah, go look at that if you're, again, watching or you're just listening on the, the audio. Go to YouTube. That was pretty legit. You like that one? Yeah, I did. Hey, who's in there? Are we going to get a, uh, another, like, Ike cartoon? Oh, yes, we do. And, in fact, we did uh, – we have uh, Pat McAfee uh, – uh, just provided us a great story about the day he got drafted. So we'll have that one for you. All right, let's get let's talk some free agency right now. Rand Getlin, we need your help here, fella. Rand Getlin, of course, from NFL Media. If you aren't following him on Twitter, shame on you because he's gents. breaking news for you. And as we get into the free agency here, he's uh, he's another rookie to or just completed his rookie season at NFL Media. What's the poop, fella? Welcome to Indy. Do you like feeling the snow? You know, I love Indianapolis. This is my fourth year running. This is the first time I've had to do TV out here. First time getting to Act like you you've guys. been on TV before. And my that. fault, there, my fault. That? So, yeah, it's uh, I love Indianapolis. The snow, I could do without. Did you eat steak? Have you guys all eaten St. Elmo's uh, Steakhouse yet? We did, yeah, but we didn't eat steak. Yeah, we had. Uh, we like to be healthy. We like to look good. Who goes out? to a steakhouse and doesn't order steak? It's we very do. weird. I, I can healthy. Read. Look at this guy. He's still, he's still in playing shape. All right, let's talk some free agents here. Like I said, Greg Rosenthal has to wear healthy. Shaq is in great shape, too. He is, Thank I can you, tell. Maurice. Aren't you getting ready to run? I may. I may not. I haven't decided yet which activity <laughs> Who's your is agent? Gonna... 
I don't know. It's a combine. I, uh, I represent. Combine. No, combine. A combine is a farming machine. Now, listen, let's talk it's, about some free okay. agents here. And start it off with the Josh Norman, Rand. I, I really think it's good to have you here for us as we talk about where free agent fits um, look good here. And But, you know, if they're going to get franchised, then let's not waste our time with that. Josh Norman is certainly going to be franchised, right? They're not going to let him go. So if they can't reach a long-term deal, they'll franchise him. What about Brock Osweiler? So it's an interesting conversation. I was actually just over there talking to James Palmer about it. You know, they have some decisions to make. They've got Von Miller mm-hmm. and they've got Brock Osweiler. Both of those guys you could properly apply the tag to. The problem is with Brock Osweiler is he's got a seven-game sample size. He was 5-2, and two, and he's not going to accept a below-market deal, what he believes his market's going to be, and he's not going to know what that market is until he hits free agency. If they tag him on an exclusive basis, it's a $20 million number. One year, though, and if he is what they think he is, then you've got your guy at one year at a market rate, and then you've got to lock him into a long-term deal with Von But Miller. you can kick it down the road with Von by tagging him because he is going to be worth the top five money at his position. Brock Osweiler certainly is not. Well, that's the quandary then. So are you going to let Brock Osweiler get into free agency? And if the answer is yes, uh, then that guy's going to go out and What would they do? What if he did get to free agency? What's their next step, RG3? RG3. Yeah. You think so? There are a number of quarterbacks out there in free agency whose names we know, but there are no surefire bets out there. RG3. What they have with uh, Brock Osweiler, I mean, it'd be interesting, right? What they have with Brock Osweiler is a guy that they've known now for four years. They know exactly what he is and what he isn't outside of the playing field, and they've got a seven-game sample size to determine what he was on the field. Right. Obviously, with Gase gone, things change a little bit. He doesn't have his offensive guru, but I do know in speaking to folks throughout the season, Gase was very, very, very high on Brock Osweiler, and he thought that he was a guy that could play at a very high level for a very long time. So I've been saying this. I don't think it makes sense from a football perspective, but I can see if Peyton Manning wants one more, and we talked about that. People say, what, what's he, he should walk away. He's a champion. He should walk away. Well, it's the same reason, and I said this uh, the other day, is why, people say, why does Robert De Niro make so many bad movies? Because he likes the process. It's fun to go out. It's the same thing. Like playing football, being in the season is – isn't is enjoyable so i can see peyton wanting to do it and i could also see the la rams wanting to sell seats in the first season i wouldn't make sense football wise but i can see the fit for both teams any chance peyton comes back and if so that he might do that or rg3 or kaepernick who's going to be the qb in la in L.A., that's a good question. They really want us to believe that they're into Case Keenum. They think Case Keenum can be the guy. If he had played all last season, they believe he could be a very effective game manager. And also, if you look at the way the Rams built their team, they built it around a very strong defense. We just watched a team win the Super Bowl based on an incredibly strong defense and an okay offense. So they believe they've got the blueprint. And I do think that they think they can do it with Case Keenum. Maybe you draft a young guy and let him develop under Case during that first year in L.A. Alshon Jeffrey will be in Chicago or will not be at the start of the season? Toss-up at this point. Definitely want to get something done. We'll have to see how it plays out. There have been conflicting reports as to whether they are going to use the tag or not. One of the good things about Indianapolis, a lot of conversations go on here between representatives and the teams as to what that is, and we'll get some clarity in the next day or two. People talk about uh, the uh, – I'm starting to get used to saying L.A. Rams. I'm also uh, very used to saying combined. But uh, but uh, Tremaine Johnson and Janoris Jenkins, it seems unlikely for that great defense that they're going to keep both those guys. True? Uh, I think you might be surprised. Really? Now, what they're looking at ultimately is they may have to use a tag on somebody. It's been floated out there that they may use the transition tag on Tremaine Johnson, allow the market to determine what he's worth. So essentially you'd let another team negotiate the deal for you. That could prove to be problematic. If they use a franchise tag, on Tremaine Johnson and keep him at a one-year number, then they can get a long-term deal figured out with Janoris Jenkins. Problem is, Janoris Jenkins and the team are not necessarily 
right there just yet, uh, but they do want to get something done. And there is optimism that something can get done. Doesn't mean it will, but they're optimistic. Rain, can I ask you a question? Why, why do they wait so long to try to get a deal done? Why not try to like start as soon as the season's over and then have two months to work one, then wait till right up to free agency and then start right now? Because free they, agency starts two, in two weeks, right? They, they wanted this, this where they meet at right here. So your GMs and your coaches, they talk about players, what would you give them, what would you uh, keep oh. them for the low? Um, this is what I'm thinking about. This guy, would you think the same thing? Like, that's what I've learned since I've been here. I'm sure you will probably get more into depth uh, with the contract and free agency. But just staying here, my first couple of days at the combine, man, they, they, it's a Boy Scout. And they all talk. So when you sit down and you eat dinner with them, man, they're going to tell you everything you need to know. And that's what they do with the players. Because I thought the same thing. Like, if you like a guy, why you just don't get a deal done? Right there, but now yeah. they, they they like that. This is their process. Hmm. I want to say I'm fascinated by this more and more. Listening to guys like Rand talk about, it. I really the business end of things. I've always I, for most of my life, I've said who I don't need to know about that. But now I'm more and more intrigued by it by uh, bouncing into this guy in the hallways. Great oh, yeah. stuff. Last question, Rand Gatlin. Before you leave, is who do you like better, Ike or Maurice? I love them both. That's not. I love all three of you. Please actually. go. Thank you. No. Appreciate you. I don't let him set you up. No jive is the is the rule here on DDFP, and I felt like that was he can't like you exactly the same. Yes, that's a lie. How can you like it? The the, the chances of that seem unlikely. Welcome to the combine, bro. Combine. Who Ike do you like best? Actually, Maurice is better to answer this one. It's a running back question. Which running back do you like most this year coming out? There's there's Doug Martin. There's Lamar Miller. There's Matt Forte. I know Forte's your boy. He's my best friend. But Forte is obviously older than those other two guys. He is. Who, who, um, who are you looking to go after? You know, talking around, like I said, talking around, I don't I don't see Doug getting out of Tampa, to be honest hmm. with you. Um, if I was going to go with someone and knowing coaches, I think Lamar Miller with his breakaway speed, what he was able to show this year in Miami, I think that's something a lot of teams would be, you know, want to look at. Uh, the Raiders, for some reason, I feel like they're, they're, he's a fit. They're looking for a second guy to come help Latavius Murray. Um, and I think he could be that guy. And so you got a home run threat and a big body. What are they going to do? I mean, it seems like some teams are already considering that. Do you think the Steelers are going to do this with Levy and Bell? And <clears throat> rather than trying to, you know, I don't know, $8 million a year, something like that, is a back like Levy and Bell is probably going to command maybe $10 million a year. Instead, drafting a guy, letting him play the final year of his contract, that's as cold as it can possibly get in the NFL. But running back at this point in the, you know, in the 21st century, it seems like those guys get more wear and tear than anybody else out on the field and wear out more quickly. Ergo, you know, this is cruel to say, but run him into the ground, turn the page, and reboot. Got an opportunity to have dinner with Coach T last night, and Le'Veon Bell is his baby. Hmm. Le'Veon ain't going nowhere. Le'Veon is a stud. He, he is the ultimate mismatch when he's healthy. From a receiver standpoint, we all, we all know what he can do when he gets the ball in his hand from a running back standpoint. He's very dynamic, doesn't mind blocking at all, can line up outside and play the X or the Z if you need him to at the receiver position. So just talking to Coach T, man, Le'Veon ain't going nowhere. 
no time soon. Interesting. And the other aspect of that is talk about, uh, well, uh, I'm all over the place now with uh, with the draft and with the free agents. What do you think the, the uh, Steelers do with Heath Miller's unexpected retirement? Or what, what are they thinking? I, you know, Dwayne Allen jumps out at me among the tight ends because he can, he can do both things. He can catch and he's a high-end blocker at the position for a guy who can still go out you, and you catch passes. You usually don't get a tight end in the first round. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, they always get their premier tight ends in the first round. And Earl was just somebody special. Heath Miller, of course, he was just somebody special. But if you can find the first round late, see, they're in the first round late. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helps them in their mindset on drafting the tight end in the first round because Heath retired. So if you find a special guy coming out of college who have a first round grade and you feel like he can fit, you're going to draft him and he's going to play right away. If you feel like for agency it might be your best bet to go instead of drafting, then you do that. But I know for sure Pittsburgh, they don't mind drafting tight ends in the first round. Well, the guy who I would love to see them get because as flaw as, you know, Levy and Bell, we didn't get to see it. But if Levy and Bell and Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant are on the field, that sounds pretty near impossible to slow down. And yet they need to address the back end of their defense. Sean Smith, a KC. Now, if I could pick anybody in free agency for the Steelers to go get, that would be the one I would get. The corner? Yeah. I, 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 nice big guy like that. The Pittsburgh's not really big in free agency. They, and, they, they and they don't go after the big-name guys. They go after guys that are you know have good careers, guys that are Pittsburgh guys that we talked about when we were at dinner. Um, I think overall, Pittsburgh is going to deal heavily on the draft. And the tight end that I like this year is coming out of Stanford, mm. Austin Hooper. Guy can play. He he is he's Heath Miller. Yeah, he's an old school. He's an old school Pittsburgh Steelers kind of guy. And speaking of corners, they might go back and try to get Bryce McCain, yeah, who left Miami, who was in Pittsburgh the mm-hmm. year before. So that's how Pittsburgh works. Like you said, man, they don't they don't like making so called splash contracts in the free agency. They like they like staying in house with their guys. All right, let's talk about a couple other names out here. How about JPP? Would that be intriguing to your Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh, yeah, give him to me. You think that they'll chase him? All eight fingers of it. We're going to go get him. The guy (laughs) can rush the passer. With the club or not, I don't don't care. We saw him with the club. He was beating tackles left and right. You need – and after talking with the Jaguars this week, again, when you're at the combine, it's crazy because you get to talk to everybody. Yeah, everybody. The Jaguars, they feel like their offense is where it needs to be. They have a young offense that's going to grow. They need to get that defense up to speed. You're going to have your young first-rounder back and Fowler. You need another passer on the side. I can see JPP being that guy. I mean, and we always we we've talked about it, but Dante Fowler. We don't know what he's going to be right. yet. We don't know how much trouble he's going to be in for whatever his officiating scandal right. is, whatever all that nonsense is. But if he arrives the way he was supposed to a year ago, and JPP. he shows up, and they get JPP, or you know they, they go in the draft, the guy that yeah, they're throwing around. Man, I mean, JPP is a mix of JJ Watt and Von Miller hmm. combined. Like, if that man didn't get injured in the offseason, we was gonna be talking about him a lot. So it was JJ Watt, JPP, and Von Miller. Those three guys, when they're healthy, they're hell. Just point blank, period. And we saw later on when he felt comfortable with the club and the pressure he can put on that hand, he was giving these tackles hell. 
And he couldn't even wrap up, really. No, I wonder correct. if he'll be better, if he'll but, fi- but, figure no something what out What you there. want is a guy to, to put pressure on the quarterback. I mean, sacks are going to come, but if you have constant pressure on the quarterback, that's when Fowler's going to get his, your three techniques, your noses, those guys getting push, uh, pressure up the middle. They're going to put your quarterback in a, in a, in a situation. What about uh, Eric Weddle, Reggie Nelson? What do you like out of those two? Is Re- Weddle- I, like, I like Reggie. Reggie's your middle field, safe, middle field safety. He's a true single high safety. He finally came to what we was looking for. Yeah. Reggie Nelson. So I feel like he's going to get paid. Like he's everything you're looking for in a free safety. He I can, can cover. See him back in Jacksonville. He can cover. He can hit. He can go from sideline to sideline. He's a turnover machine. Eric Weddle, man, you just like the way he, he's just a football player. Doesn't have the size. Doesn't have the speed. But is he done? Is but, he used up, or does he have something left? Uh, yeah, he got a little bit left, and not not too much. Right now, from the ninety, so he got a ninety-two gas, and now he's probably looking at the eighty-seven. Mm. Then probably a couple more years, he's gonna drop down to the eighty-two. But he's still a football player. Like he's one of those guys who doesn't have your six-three, two-ten height weight. But you run that tape. He always hustling to the ball, and he's always around the ball making plays, and that's what you can't take from them at all. All right, well, comprehensive stuff on uh, some of the big-name free agents. You heard some uh, some guys that uh, Ike and Maurice are going to be checking out here. On the field right behind us here was the site. The last time I was here at this field, I watched Eli Manning take down Tom Brady for a second time. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was exciting. Well, no, actually, then I came back a couple weeks later, and I taught Brandon Whedon to how to throw left-handed. That's what happens at the combine. You never know. Combine. Shit. All right. I mean, I just would like – it makes you guys look smart when you say combine because that's how it's correctly no, it pronounced. Doesn't. You're the only person that's not looking smart by saying – You know what else I don't combine. do? I don't say bless you to people. I think that's a foolish thing. I, why do I have to do it just because society announced that I'm supposed to do it? No, it's they, not they announced. It's from the Black Plague. Yeah. No, but, but you know why you say bless you? Because when they sneeze, it means they had the, the Black Plague and they were going to die. So he's like, bless you. I hope you – you know, right, but we're not, we don't have the black plague. We don't anymore, know what so you why got. am I blessing you for anything? Check. Yeah. These people want to hear about football. Says you. I, I'm teaching about life. I say let's start a whole campaign where you don't have to say bless you anymore because it's a waste of something. time. You it's made a noise. Your, your nose made a noise. I have to say bless you for that? That's ridiculous. That's rude. I have to take. It's not rude, except it's, it's rude. perceived to be rude. But if you really break it down, oh, you have the devil in you. Oh, God bless thank you. you. Oh, stop with this have silly. This is like me opening up, opening up the door, and you not saying thank you. I always say thank you. You should always say bless you. Well, say bless you. I'd like to continue this debate, but black tie is, is not a debate. Is, is, uh, it's common courtesy. Is it everybody behind the cameras there? Is it? Am I right? I understand it's a common courtesy. But do we need, if we really break it down intellectually, do we need to say bless you anymore? Can't yes. we get off of that? What do we think, everybody? Hand vote here. Zickish, Shoppy, everybody? We're th- no. It's not nice. You made a noise with your nose. What do I have to honor you for? Zickis Congratulations. Is like, Zickis is shaking over here because he's upset still from what happened earlier. Yeah, he, he's still mad. We got to work on. He got to see Wusa. You got to grab the ears of Wusa. What happened with Zikas? They keep trying them. Yeah. They keep trying. Communications hasn't been the best today. And it has to be key for Zikas. Is that right? You got to make him feel part of the family. A lot of weird people that we work with. You think? I get the hint. I'm going to go take a shower now. I haven't (laughs) had a chance. We're done. We had a great time with uh, with, uh, uh, 
Pat McAfee. <laughs> That's who it was, Pat McAfee. We, had a, he was a, we enjoyed Pat McAfee, right? I thought he was a Rand good. Getlin was awesome. Rand was good to talk to. Maurice and Ike. Back now from Parts Unknown, Kibitzin about the combine. Make sure you Come tune on. in to make sure you tune in to NFL Now, NFL.com, NFL Network and beyond for all the combine coverage. We'll talk to you next week when it's all wrapped up. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice Stop of touching. heaven. Fix your socks. My socks are fixed. Let me fix them. They look great. Why are your toes pointing? Hey, why are you trying to make his muscle? Look at that. He's trying to make that core muscle. <laughs> How you got fat around your core? I have nice legs. My legs happen to be very nice. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.